Ready? Ready. Well, here we are then. First episode of the northeast corner. I'm joined by the substitute co-host for today, as as our original has responsibilities. <laughs> as we uh we delve into the first topic that we're going to discuss, and it's not exactly a small one. It is the rise and fall of the Jeremy, yeah, the Jeremy Kyle show. Uh, which, funnily enough, I was reading an article about last night when we were researching uh, for in preparation for today, and it was also the title of a Guardian article, which I was quite annoyed at because I wanted to be a bit original with the title of the rise and fall of the Jeremy Kyle show. And it, what even infuriated me more about it is it was only a month ago, so we could have <laughs> we could have we could have beaten the Guardian to it. Oh no! But no, the buggers. So before we kind of get into the meeting bones of um of it's like end and that Let, let's talk about what we know before we research so what what did you know mate before we obviously went into researching it last night about the jeremy kyle show had you watched it at all had you I had uh, been subjected to a couple of episodes, I would say, you know, <laughs> uh, daytime TV, it was everywhere, everyone was talking about it, you get roped in, you watch a couple episodes, it is what it is, it's just a British version of Jerry Springer. Yeah, pretty, pretty. that's pretty much what I took from it as well, I mean obviously we're going to get into the kind of uh, aspect, because obviously it's retort would be it helped a lot of people. Um, which obviously might be the case, but there also might it might not be as wow. straightforward yeah. as that. Um, so it started in two thousand and five. Yes, was the yeah. first commission date was uh, July two thousand and five, something like that. And it ran. Uh, you've got you've got notes here of where yeah, so how long it ran for. It actually ran for uh, well fourteen years. Um, the last episode aired on the tenth of May two thousand and nineteen. Mm. Um, consisted of eight seasons and 17 series. Damn. Damn eight. It dominated the ITV network daytime. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's, that's one of the things, like, obviously Jeremy Kyle had, like, really, really strong um, topics, especially for what, mm-hmm. you know, time of the day it was. If you've always thought about TV media, like, anything to do with, like, relationships and, and, and stuff like that's always kind of been pushed back beyond 9 p.m., yeah. And it was just like right in your face from half nine in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, full on, nothing slow. Yeah, right yeah. in your face. I mean, obviously there was like a lot of profanity on it as well. I mean, obviously they they uh, bleeped it out. Mm. But I mean, it would make and break families. It would make and break friendships. It was just... It was yeah, I mean, there was, a, there was a definite... Uh, excuse me. Uh, there was a definite... Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. There was an entertainment slash drama type side to this. Well, that, that, that's what it is. It's it was almost seen as real life drama. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Technically, there's always some form of script that they that they have to follow. Otherwise, it's just going to be feeding time at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know? no, and it, it was it was kind of weird because the last time that I watched it, obviously before it got cancelled a few years ago, which we'll get into in a bit. Uh, they were kind of making side characters, and, and what I mean by that is, so it started out with Jeremy Kyle, and then he'd have, um, I mean, you say guests, but people that he'd argue and help and whatever you you take on that. Um, but 
as the years went by, there started, there started to be like, uh, I don't want to say side plots, but <laughs> there was people on the show that were becoming more part of the show. Like he had they his were almost kid. returning guests all the time. Well, that that too. But I also mean people that worked on the show, right? Um, he, obviously he had uh, bodyguards, not bodyguards, but you know security. Yeah, too. I think I know. I think I know one of these stories. Carry on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, one of them in particular, uh, I was about to say was a, a really awkward guy, but I don't want him to. He he was quite. Uh, he was quite jacked, shall we say? Yes. So I, I, I don't want to insult the man who. Uh, but I think what was his name again? I think it was Security Steve or something, right? And he—you could tell that he was like quite socially awkward. Like he wasn't built to like be on television. He was built for that job of built to be in the background. Yeah, to, to stop <laughs> to be people, stop people from you know harming each other and that. Uh, but Jeremy Kyle would then kind of play on that and go up to him and like not make fun of him as such. Well, I guess you could see it as making fun of him, but. Uh, yeah, toying around with him and that, and he would just kind of stand there in like a Leeds accent and be like, "No, Mister Kyle," and all, all, the, all this kind, of, all this kind of stuff, right? And I was thinking to myself when I was watching this, I was like, "If like if you're at work, because like, that's you know it's his job." And I know like Jeremy Kyle, you know, he's not his boss, but like he is maybe up the food chain. He's the reason he's there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know, I found it quite. Like, I was like, you know, these are the people that protect you Jeremy like you know when the get because like some guests would try and uh, confront Jeremy Kyle and then yeah. like like uh, you know what do they call that when they put the shields around them you know the Spartans is it the, the turtle the form of that's the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah they, form, they, they form literally shell, form the turtle around Jeremy Kyle and like you know no one's no one's getting in, you know, no one's around. getting through that, <laughs> that, uh, that's six it. foot three brick, brick wall but um, yeah there was someone I wanted to uh, touch with that because it would take a certain kind of person and to be in that mind frame to even contact them, to be willing to go online, well, to not, not, sorry, not, not, well, not even go online, sorry, to go on live TV to then discuss their problems. Yeah. Like air out their dirty laundry. And then you get the people who are being accused willing to like come on live TV again mm. and then sometimes not even defend themselves. And you, you're just like... How can you how can you go home after this and think that this is all okay? Yeah, <laughs> you know? like I can understand some points of view on it being like, yes, it's nice entertainment value, but I can see the darker side where it's like, is this just a bully or yeah, maybe it, manipulate or, or I, what? I, you know, I think it's one of the questions that I had uh, written down in my notes. Um, I, I mean, I don't need to read it. I've got other stuff in there for later on of examples and that I have, but for me personally taking like an objective view into it a lot of it did seem like it was built to satisfy jeremy kyle's ego a bit well um, when you're getting paid a two million pound salary a year yeah i have quite an ego too yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um, I, I think it was sorry. i think it was like more of a, a sense of um so like you said you had people coming on to discuss their problems and some people you could tell were quite I don't want to say vulnerable. I mean, some people were vulnerable, but there was other people with uh, complications in their life, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. And um, to put it nicely, sometimes. Yeah, well. yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, Jeremy Kyle always took like this kind of direct, you know, in-your-face approach most of the time. Uh, and you know, these people would fire back sometimes to try and defend themselves, or you know, they would say something. 
and one thing that always kind of stood out to me of you know like oh like you're doing this for you you're you're not like the kind of thing yeah. on the advert of oh there's so many people that have been helped it's when he would say stuff like you know this is my show and all this kind of stuff and to go back to what we we're saying about the security guard stuff mm-hmm. that also can kind of show a bit of a um a power complex if you will the fact that he that felt com- comfortable yes, to com- go up yeah. to someone that's way more intimidating than he is could probably like snap him in half if he wanted to but he knew that like he couldn't be touched and they were still going to defend him mm. and everything like that obviously he will say that um he was just mucking about and stuff like that but yeah you know that's not the point though is it yeah it, exactly it to the point where that's actually uh, well, that's bullying and harassment in the yeah no 100 percent, right and this, you know was, i think i think um w- when you see him do stuff like that you kind of it kind of takes away from what they're trying to advertise as what the show is like they were saying about yeah. it being like a, a helping because everyone that's had everyone's had a problem in their life of some sort right uh, whether it be physical mental whatever and whenever you, you go to get support for that you never expect someone to be right in your face like shouting at you or you know criticizing you really i think i think that only works when it's someone that you know or yeah. someone that you like respect and, and love that does that to you that has like a big impact on you but not some you not know some stranger on a TV radio, show. radio talk <laughs> yeah. show, cockney guy you know what i mean like Just giving you a hard time about your own troubles and calling you out and yeah I guess, yeah i think i would get quite angry yeah i think i would snap do you think it was set up that, like that do you think it was set like that uh, like that intentionally to get reactions out of people for the entertainment value without a doubt without a doubt it's it was daytime TV, like we've discussed, you know. So, I mean, all this drama that people could watch during the day, you know. I mean, what else have you got? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you well, don't that, have that's not thing. a great deal it's, of everything else. It stood to watch. out because obviously, like, during daytime TV, it's either the news or, mm-hmm. a, you know, Bargain Hunt or something like that. or Something. I, I don't mind a bit of Bargain Hunt. No, no, no. Unfortunately, neither do I, but it's not everyone's cup of coffee. But it was definitely like the most extreme thing on morning TV because it actually, funnily enough, it replaced. Um, do you remember Trisha? She was like, yes, she tr- was a yes. lady that did like it was actually her leaving ITV and moving her show over to Channel Five that actually got the Jeremy Kyle show uh, on air, and then Jeremy Kyle seemed to take things just That's to the next level. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, uh, you know, Trisha dealt with these kind of things as well, but it, I don't think it got to. The extreme yeah. that Jerry McHale pushed things to. <laughs> because the thing is, is like they were always kind of building on it, right? So it would just be the Jeremy Kyle show, but then they would have like uh, special kind of things where they do like um, they did like an episode where they went away with a bunch of like troubled young people, and well, not young people, but like early twenties, late teenagers that were getting into trouble, and that they took them away on like a uh, like a, a course or something to try and. Uh, you know, build like yeah, team build skills build, build yeah. team skills, and you know, try and find out what was making them so angry and committing crimes and stuff like that. And then there was another one of the emergency room where they would look at medical problems and that. And then, as you were saying to me just before we started this, he started his own kind of documentary series. Yeah. So when he's uh, when his show got shut down, he basically signed on with a new manager. From the information I could find. Um, to which then followed the Kyle uh, the Kyle Files, as it's called. 
where he goes around and he basically investigates social issues such as knife crimes and yeah. uh, plastic surgery, as it stated. Mm-hmm. So, wow. <laughs> what a fall Jeremy Kyle has had. <laughs> the, 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 the knife crime one totally feels like he's trying to um, claim Ross Kemp's turf. Well, <laughs> Ross Kemp is the king at this kind of I'm stuff. About like, say, stop I'm sorry, turning. unless you've got security Steve, Jeremy Kyle, you better run. Yeah, yeah. Ross Kemp <laughs> will rip you in half. <laughs> but, uh, if he gets you, you're I actually, I actually watched one of these Jeremy Kyle documentaries, and I think it might have been on the knife crime, or it was on gang culture, so... You know, something similar yeah. to that. And I remember he... Because this is what reminded me so much of Ross Kemp. Because have you ever watched Ross Kemp on Gangs? Yes. So yes. when he... he Ross Kemp, uh, usually usually mostly in the, the UK uh, version of Ross Kemp on Gangs, will meet up with some gang members and they'll usually have, you know, to protect their identity or whatnot. Or like a bandana yeah, or, yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. So Jeremy Kyle does, you know... Uh, not a spin-off, but like a, a rendition of this of where he's doing um, Ross Kemp's bit. Yeah, basically, yeah, like they've meeting up in that. But he, do you know what he, he does? He he kind of um, builds in confidence that he's okay around these people. So he starts switching to the the show persona, oh, if you God. will. And um, this is this is the crazy bit, right? Um, so there's there's one there's one of the guys on a bike like circling them and that and there's like a bit there's a bit of confrontation going which is kind of the same to what the shows meant right because yeah. it, it, like we were just saying it seems to be built around getting rises and you know drama and the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. laughing or whatever uh, he starts doing that uh, I think he he starts an argument or. A, a bit of trouble with the guy going around the bike and you know tells him to do one right which is you know such a such a london thing to say that um but right after that another gang come along one of these rival gangs that with the and they start fighting right they start fighting right in the midst of this and it, it just simply cuts to jeremy kyle and the whole camera crew legging it into the back of the car <laughs> so that the idea of that is he Run. told he told someone to do one and then he did one <laughs> he actually liked it yeah <laughs> but i think i think he was built like he was building his own career off the back of that show as well right because he was yeah. taking part That's in right. other projects and what we're about to come to in the minute uh, in a minute of the show getting cancelled I've not heard a peep from the guy. Since. I haven't heard anything, no. Like, like apart from that little part on uh, the Kyle Files, other yeah. than that, the only thing you see is Jeremy will be back. Mm. But, I well, mean, that was from last year. That's the thing. Like, I mean, Obviously, with COVID, I mean, is that maybe slowing him down? Or is he maybe using this to gather more online following? Because... I mean, I'm pretty sure his Twitter must be lighting up. Yeah. His Twitter would be lighting up still. Because he is... He, as much as my own personal opinion on the show is, I just, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, people enjoy it. People get roped in. It's daytime TV, like we've said. But it's just crap. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think... My opinion, though. My opinion. Do you think that you were saying, like, people enjoy it and stuff? And I think a lot... One of the common themes I think people would say if you asked them why they liked it would be... Because it makes it makes me feel better about my own situation. Oh well, well, that as well. Yeah, people don't feel so silly or so bad. Which kind of yeah. Which kind of begs the question. We love misery. Yeah. Does, does that does that de, does that desensitize us to other people when they're on a show like that? Does that make us feel like it's okay to laugh at a situation like that? Because let's just say 
it wasn't some person that you didn't know or someone from the other end of the country that let's just say it was your cousin or your friend or your brother your whatever right and it was them and they were telling you let's just take the tv show element out of it and everything uh excuse me again goddamn fizzy water but uh take the tv show element out of it we would probably be more empath- empathetic towards situations like that are discussed on there right like you would probably be able to notice that someone's having a bad time um or struggling or having complications in their life rather than just be like oh look at that guy you know what i mean do you know what i mean yeah. like yeah no i get what you mean it's like making it for television has just made it something else yeah I, I think that's the issue because they also uh when they're with certain people like on the lie detector i mean like you get to see them when they're actually talking to counselors you may not get to hear full conversations obviously but the fact is that it's still being aired it's still intrusive on them it doesn't yeah. it, the whole thing to me just seemed a little bit like a joke yeah it's like it definitely it when pro- you see all that oh yeah, just yeah. Like, come on i mean I, i've watched wwe you know <laughs> like I've seen better scripted stuff than that. Oh man, could you imagine how Step like, the game up. imagine how like awesome it'd be if there was like a Jeremy Kyle episode and like Triple H comes out with a sledgehammer during one of the shows, the equalizer <laughs> takes one of the security guards out. That's that's it, people. <laughs> Hell in a cell. Let's do this. <laughs> but I think WrestleMania Jeremy Kyle, here we go. I mean that that is kind of the, the level that it gets to, right? Because it doesn't it, like it shit, doesn't yeah. feel like real TV to an extent. Because no, it, it's, it's yeah. like portraying Jeremy's this great guy and he's hammering every bad person in the United Kingdom. And the reality of this is, right, whether these people have done bad things or done questionable things on TV, so on, so on, these people probably, most of the time, aren't genuinely bad people if they have the right support in that in place, right? Because, oh, yeah. you know, like, you can't just take one view of someone and if you look at how many people have changed in their life, well, friends and family are always important. I mean, if you're always in trouble and always in that kind of situation, you need to look at who you've got around you, yeah, really. Yeah, for sure. And not you, just run to Jeremy Kyle. Because the, there was always like a, a rumour, and this was never confirmed or denied, that people got paid to go on in terms of uh, you would get like a grand and then you would get your hotel paid for you and, and so on and so on. I'm not sure how yeah. true that. I would imagine they paid the hotel and stuff because that's just what most... That, well, yeah. It's, yeah. Is it... What's what's the, what's the other show? Is it with Doctor... Is it Doctor Phil? Doctor... Yeah, is that the guy in America? Yeah, 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 yeah Doctor yeah. Phil. Um, well, he puts up... Like, if people go over there on his show, he puts them up in a really nice hotel um, and it is all paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is paid for by his show. Yeah. Just for you to go on as a guest. Yeah. So I'd imagine in the UK, I mean, we're not going to be, we're not that much different, you know. No, exactly. Yeah. We just but, don't uh, carry guns. But, yeah. Um, just to touch on Doctor Phil for a second, did you ever see the clip of where someone's clearly kind of there to try and, you know, how people can get internet famous off of these kind of shows? Yeah. Like um, the the Catch Me Outside Girl. How about? Like she's, she's got like her own clothing brand in that now. They managed to claw themselves some crazy following. Yeah. Just from being a bit of a tit. There's um someone on there that tries to do that, but Dr. Phil spots it mm. and like basically punts them off the show and or just says like, I'm, I'm, not in, I'm not into this. Uh, I'm not going to do this. Uh, a bit of a bad Dr. Phil impression, but hey um, And then kind of, you know, I, I feel like that's, 
I'm not saying it's going to be a lot more real, but that's a little bit more real, right? Because he realises that that person's kind of not there to get help. They're there to kind of gain fame and that, and he's not in they're, that. They're there for shallow and selfish yeah. reasons, definitely. Whereas Dr. Phil is not going to have it. If that kind of person was on the Jeremy Kyle show, I oh, feel he like... Would love a, he would, Jeremy Kyle would laugh I would up. feel like the whole show would have promoted that in terms of, yeah, do that. And I've, got, I've actually got some... Um, uh, I'm going to bring up this Guardian article that I've seen on the Jeremy Kyle show. Oh, I've just added it to my watch list. I'll remove that in a hot second. <laughs> so, Inside the Rise and Fall of the Jeremy Kyle Show. So, this is from the Guardian. So, Story time. In 2017, Kane Manning wasn't in a good place. He was worried about his brother, Craig. Craig's ex was claiming he was the father of her baby. Craig wasn't sure if he was. Kane was convinced he couldn't be. It was a difficult time for the family. Kane's father had been murdered, and the man who killed him had only just been convicted. The doubts over the baby were causing unnecessary heartbreak. Then he got a call from a producer at ITV Studios who offered to make the problem disappear. Craig's ex had called into the Jeremy Kyle show asking for a DNA test. <laughs> That's like a movie script. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Jeremy Kyle would reveal the result on daytime TV in front of the studio audience. They wanted Kane to be on stage to hear it. So like they're kind of actively getting him. They want him to be there to see this drama, right? We need to show you to the people. They were keen to get me on, Kane, now 23, tells me over the phone from his home in Brighton. They said that they wouldn't do it they wouldn't do the show if it was just the two of them. But my story made it different. So they wanted that extra controversy there they they, because they want that drama they could have done it with the two people involved and still found out that that person was the dad but they wanted his brother there probably uh, presumably to cause friction between the two brothers oh yeah over the, the situation that had happened so what that that drama? is um what's the word i'm i'm looking you know stirring the the pot kind of oh yeah uh in, instigating it yeah uh I'd had the drama because I didn't believe the baby was his. They explained to me, they explained it to me, that's how they spice the show up. Direct quote from this person that had been on the show. The two, uh, that's how they spice the show up. So that kind of just proves what we just said. It's, it is, it's all for entertainment value. And we're all just sheep. We like to yeah, sit there and laugh it up. We're laughing it up. Kane used to work as a, well, that's not really important. Um... Uh, okay, if you pay privately, a DNA test is expensive, but if you go on the show, it's free. I'm really close to my brother. I just wanted to know the truth. That's why I agreed to do it. As soon as Kane said yes, gears went into motion at breakneck speed. He remembers either phone call, and the next minute it was, I'm going to book you a taxi and pick you up at 6 o'clock. So this got arranged pretty sharpish. Like, there was no messing about it. There wasn't any they want that money. Yeah. They want that money. Kane says... He was on his way from Brighton to Manchester because the show was hosted in Manchester that evening. And so was Craig, but they had to travel in separate taxis and stay in different hotel rooms, which is probably, that's probably a sensible idea considering yeah. the situation that was going on at the time. So each of them could have their own story, he was told. While Kane made the four and a half hour journey to Manchester, the, I, the production team at ITV Studios were still at work trying to find other stories like his, or they hoped more lurid more sensational to fill the r running orders of around 250 episodes a year because 
on one episode there's usually like what three four different stories or three stories at least they have one and then there's an advert yeah. and then there's adverts oh my god <laughs> former production staff told me that researchers would have been working late into the night on Kane and Craig's story so they so when they say working on their story it kind of that almost seems a bit like editing the script kind of thing or trying to manipulate what they want it to be rather than the actual story itself well it reads better yeah for sure you know, make a bit of money, make a bit of drama, make more money. Grooming their narr- uh, different narratives for maximum dramatic effect, which is just kind of what we've just <laughs> said. Anyway. We're getting a bit of ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we're, too, we're just too good. We're too good at this. Uh, knowing that they were pitted against their colleagues, they said that the episode... Wait, so knowing that they were pitted against their colleagues, does that mean that they were in competition to see who could get the most, like... You know, drama and, and and dirt, if you will, out of these people. Probably, it was probably worked on like maybe a bonus scheme. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Do you think that you know how crazy that would be if someone got a bonus? Yeah, but I will give you a bonus if you completely belittle this guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, if you can so, find out the most what? intrusive stuff <laughs> so, about this person's life that we can bring up in front of a national TV audience tomorrow and make him crumble. Hey, <laughs> you're sort of for that. <laughs> They said that the episode would be cla- classified the next morning. I guess that just means uh, recorded or aired or whatever. Graded on the level of conflict. So these these people wanted there to be conflict, whether it conflict, emotion, and confrontation. That's what they want. That's what they want. Because some people believe that's when the truth comes out. Exactly, yeah. Unfortunately, it's when a lot of emotion comes out and also a lot of poison. But also, that poison and emotion and confrontation isn't to help them though it's to help the viewership of the show that's it which is kind of like it begs the moral question is like are people getting helped or are they being exploited by doing this because it feels like like we were talking about earlier to get the help you have to go and do this really intrusive thing to get help which is kind of like you have to earn it not like earn it I mean some people help you do have to earn but not in a it's like you better put on a show yeah exactly right it kind of feels a bit like um you know, working for like a circus or, you know, you've got to go through some kind of really weird kind of routine audition or something to get the help, you know, like it just, it, it makes me uncomfortable reading a lot of this to be quite frank. Yeah. And it just took its toll on those who appeared on the stage. Some of the people behind the scenes would also pay a heavy price for being part of the Jeremy Cow show. Of course, Kane didn't know any of this. The next morning, he was backstage in his smartest clothes, tweed trousers, and a double-breasted jacket and dark polo neck. He says he was confined to a small room for hours, alone, except for sporadic visits from producers and researchers. It was so intense. They try and get you hyped up for the show. So, again, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's kind of, you know... Being kept in torturous conditions. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're like, come on, you, you know, hyped up. Get, get ready, you know... Kane says they were like, walk in there, be fiery, talk really loud. Because apparently Jeremy has a hearing problem, and if you speak quietly, he doesn't like it. Scale of 1 to 10, how believable that last bit is? Minus 5. Just poop. Yeah, just... Just poop. Just... Jeremy has bad hearing problems, so we want you to go out there, be fiery, maybe get in your brother's face a little bit. Let our security break you up, just so Jeremy knows the you know the vibe of the show. And I've seen that man whisper to people backstage. It, it, I've yeah, seen that happen. Exactly exposed <laughs> <laughs> lies. Uh, 
On stage, Kyle complimented Kane on his clothes, but quickly switched to mocking his trousers, his cross, why, his cross legs. Why would you mock someone for crossing their legs? Like people sit like that all the time, right? His mannerisms, his turns of phrase. He asked Kane whether he tried it on with his brother's ex outside a pub, once shouting in his face. As we said, he likes getting mm. people's faces and you know, try and be you know moral high ground. You're you're a bad person. I'm a good person. My show, my rules. I'm the best. That's it. I make the money. So the DNA results showed Craig was the baby's father. So at least at least that part was off his mind, right? Like after all, and Kane felt as if he was there to be humiliated. Which you know, I kind of agree with the guy. Well, that's that's it. That's what we've been saying the whole time. It's all yeah. it's all drama. Someone's got to be humiliated. Someone's got to. Like he up. didn't have to be there. Exactly. Because if but they was, wanted it. Yeah, they, they wanted it for that extra part because. Having the guy there with his girlfriend and then it find out it's all okay is not enough for them, right? It has yeah. to have this kind of third element to it. A little bit of pizzazz. As he saw it, he was being cast as an awkward loser who was willing to deny the legitimacy of his own brother's baby just to get back at a woman who had rejected him years ago. They set me up to be laughed at. Again, I also agree with this. I also think that they would take that into account, especially when we go back to a little earlier of people competing against each other Mm. to see who can get like the most intrusive kind of embarrassing stuff to bring up on the show well I mean do you think that when he has all these results uh, DNA results lie detector results all of this kind of stuff do you think because I'm sorry there's no way he does not know what these are until mm. that one specific moment because he built suspense know. off of that scene I just read them yeah, well, that, in, in my head I'm like he must know everyone who is guilty or not guilty in whatever depending yeah. on how accurate these so cold tests actually are but then like you say it's 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 written for us down there like, everybody understands it but we still enjoy it for what it is it's still heavily scripted yeah even though this is people who are told rough topics on what to speak about right. it, it kind of feels like they get controlled by jeremy kyle yeah. he, he allows them to promote certain aspects of, the, of their argument and then he literally just waits for that one quick moment belittled yeah. embarrassed publicly live on tv he's known the whole time he's just waited for you to just get to that point and he can be drama ambush money. time yeah. yeah more money more more hassle more things for me to look like i'm helping with no jk after the journey home the process of dealing with the fallout of being a jeremy kyle guest began trying to navigate the awkward relationship with the woman he now knew was the mother of his brother's child and worrying about how he was going to come across on television I mean, that's also a legitimate fear, right? Because not everyone is built for TV or to be on camera in general, especially when you know it's not going to go under the radar. It's not going to just die down because it goes out to what, however many viewers that yeah, have... It dominated ITV 14 years. You know, I mean, everyone's going to have watched it. And if it breaks the news, then... Or if it's written down on, like, a journal or an online journal or a paper. I then, wonder boom. if... Life. I wonder if people, because obviously I would imagine their names get mentioned on the show, not their full names, but like their first names. I wonder if people have went out their way to like look these people up on social media and give them like hassle and stuff like that. Without a doubt, I yeah. reckon. I reckon that would be um, without a doubt, because there's always there's people out there who just hate certain kinds of people, and yeah. if they feel like they can bully or have a little sly pop, they're gonna do it, man. People do it to like you know celebrities yeah. and stuff. Why not do it to someone 
Well, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a celebrity. People do it to anyone. People troll people. People create fake accounts just to send them crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's it. You give them a hard time. The producers had asked Kane about his mental health when he first spoke to them. I said I was okay. I did make it clear about the trauma I went through with my dad, as like mentioned earlier in the article. This dad's, this dude's dad had just been murdered, and the guy, he literally just went through the court case and seen the guy that had murdered his dad go down. So obviously you're in quite a vulnerable, I mean, I mean I've, I've never experienced that sort of trauma, but I'd imagine you're in a really vulnerable state. Oh yeah, especially off the back of that, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine his situation, but I would. You can kind of have a, a vague idea that it's he really shouldn't be making any kind of decisions yeah. right now. And I, th- I think he should be having some family support if more family was available. I think um, it's even more sinister that the show tried to get those br- uh, brothers to fight and, and beef and stuff like that. It's disgusting. When this really. was going on, because if anything, they should have been coming together. Regardless of the scenario in that, because they're you know they've just been through a traumatic thing. Like their dad had just been murdered. It's, yeah. it's like I said earlier, it links it back to you need to surround yourself with family and friends, not yeah, not you know, tabloid talk show. Tabloid talk shows. It's listed yeah. as. <laughs> I said I was okay. I did make it clear about the trauma. Okay, I've said that part. Uh, and then they said, "Okay, we'll take that into account. We understand." Hmm. Skeptical hippo eyes on that one, but I don't think they fully understood. They just rang me up three weeks later and said it was going to be on TV. They said, how do you feel about the show? But it was still too early. I just went along with it, he says. It hadn't been on TV yet, so I didn't know what it was going to be. I was just normal. After the programme was broadcast, Kane received a barrage of abuse on social media. We literally are calling this word for word right now. The backlash was real. People were taking the piss out of my clothes. Direct quote criticizing me making comments in a way i was vulnerable like we were just saying like the dude's obviously in a vulnerable scenario from the fact of the trauma he's experienced he doesn't need to and be getting hated on yeah now he's making it on a, on a public scale yeah. <laughs> not just a private scale now this is a public scale because of what i had gone through in the past the trauma and then i had to cope with this he pauses i regretted it big time i coped with it but it was 50 50 man it's i just, feel really bad fair, for that dude it? man that's like that's that is the dark side of this kind of TV, isn't it? Like, see, that's that's where I just don't get why these people haven't been taken to court. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, people sign paperwork, but they sign. The, I mean, I hate fine print. I, it really it winds me up too much. I I, I can't argue it because there, there is going to be a contract that these people sign, and they obviously do not read everything. And there obviously there are words that are used in any kind of contract which are actually just put in there to throw you. Like unless you're sat there with uh, yeah. a thesaurus, you have no idea what some of these words are. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is they just another word, but written up all fancy? And most nine times out of ten, it's it's a negative thing for you, you know. And then all these people are going on a show signing it, and they can't do anything because they've signed that bit of paperwork afterwards. They can't take them to court. They can't do this. They can't do that. And then yeah, but- some, sometimes really bad things come come of it. Before we go into uh, why the show got cancelled and, and that whole situation and our thoughts on that, let's play a bit of devil's advocate and try and make a few positive points about this TV show, if we can. Even though we personally don't think it's good yeah. for people, there must be some evidence out there that yeah, there's I some mean, good points to it. I, when I typed in you know, Jeremy Kyle show and 
put in reviews. I I got I I only looked at four, very very quick, very very basic, and they were two negative and two positive. Now the two positive mm-hmm. ones were stating along the lines of, "Oh, this is great," you know, it's mm-hmm. you get to witness on good episodes families coming together they're being reunited the truth's actually being told because some people don't know who yeah. these people are they just all but, of a sudden have a thought that to be fair oh, i think this could be my mother or this could be my daughter and then all of a sudden they go on jeremy kyle and they're reunited and you know he does they catch up with them mm-hmm. i don't know how long after but nine times out of ten it's normally all pretty good yeah and it is nice and it, it's it's a nice it's a nice show when that happens yeah. <laughs> well like that that is I mean, I know they'll say, oh, there's there's bad problems and there's problems that end good and stuff like that. But I think people that find their, um, you know, long lost, lost siblings, siblings and, and mums and dads and... Any kind of relative. There's, I think there, I've seen an episode, uh, I think he's done episodes where, like, there's um, terminally ill children or kids that have overcome a disability or an accident or something and, you know, they come on and they... They get a, a bunch of presents and that, and that that can fill your 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 heart with you know joy. I mean, that's always good to see stuff like that, especially when well, you definitely. see some of the inspiring people that, that go on um, and talk about uh, their stories and that. And also, I, I guess a positive as well is that there's people on there that do get off of like really hardcore drugs that you see afterwards and stuff. It has been done, yeah. Like we've seen it a few times on the show, even though it's still that kind of thing still applies to the whole pantomime to get into the help kind of area yeah. that we're talking about. They, <laughs> they still made a positive change in our life. Now, was that from the show or was that from them going into rehab and making the change themselves? That's up for debate, right? Because It can be just the the feeling of knowing that you have support. And yeah. maybe for those people, that that's exactly what they felt they had from being on the Jeremy yeah. Kyle show. They had this support. They may have even had it on a public scale. It all depends on, I suppose, on what us, the uh, the consumer, feels about the situation. If, you, if, if, for instance, I knew someone who was in that situation, went on Jeremy Kyle and all of a sudden went into rehab, I wouldn't exactly kick them when they were down. I would yeah. offer them support, you know? And I mean, maybe for some of these people, that's exactly what the show helped with. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, there's positives and there's negatives. It's it's all just your own personal opinion. <laughs> uh, another another side character of the show was a guy called Graham. Did you ever see Graham? Graham was part of the aftercare team. Yes, yes, and yes. Sometimes I'll, I'll send you through to Graham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly what would happen. And sometimes Graham would come out onto the stage and he would sit on the step below Jeremy. Just like Jeremy. Yeah, just, just like, like him, Jeremy. And he was like the nicer one, right? In terms of Jeremy Kyle, so let's just say... I think he was some form of counsellor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Jeremy Kyle would go hard in the paint, at, like the people, and like say, oh, you're, you know, this and that, and you know, you're... Well, you're a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, bad bad. And then Graham would come on, like the whole good cop, bad cop kind of thing. It's okay. It's like, you know, we're going to get you. Like, he would sit, sit with the elbow and that. And like, every, you know what was the funniest part? I always loved when like Jeremy would like give it a hand for Graham, everybody, and everyone clapped. <laughs> Graham yeah. would come out like we've never seen Graham before. Like, oh, Graham's here, uh, yes, but he Graham. would be like nicer to them and like kind of be a more calm approach to it. So, like for example, let's just say there was people uh, on that show that were there to try and get help to lose weight, right? Because some people went on like 30, 35 stone. So let's just say I went on when I was at my biggest few years ago and I was really overweight, right? 
Jeremy would be like, oh, you're eating yourself to death. Do you want that? Do you want that? And like, probably I'll be all crying and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my family's there and that. And then Graham would come on. And basically what he would do is he would tell it to me in a nice way. And he's like, well, we've done some tests. And it turns out you're obese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you that. These yeah, tests are but calling the, you the that. The tests are calling you that. But the thing is, we cannot be that if we do this. And then for some reason, there was always a, there was always a taxi on call, right? They always had taxis. What with... taxi firm has a deal with Jeremy Kyle? <laughs> they were always waiting in the background. All <laughs> so on call were... 24-7. That was crazy. I've got the app. I mean, <laughs> they were talking about protecting the environment. That was like blasting all kinds of greenhouse gases <laughs> yeah. in the back of that studio. He's not watching his CO2 emission, that's for no, sure. true. I think he's got bigger things to worry about just now. Well, well yeah. So... I think we've covered a bit of negative and positive and we've kind of given a little bit of our own input into it. So I'd I think say maybe a little bit more than, than a little bit. <laughs> 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 no, just a medi- mediocre amount. Um, so let, let's let's talk about the obvious thing that the show got cancelled, right? So I've got uh, part of an article here. If I can just find it real quick. Here we go. So... The episode, the last episode was, or was meant to be, the 10th of May 2019. That was actually the day it got cancelled. On May 9th, Hampshire police found a man dead at an address in Portsmouth. He was confirmed to be a 63-year-old man. I'm going to leave the guy's name out. Just, you know. And the, the police said the death is not being treated as suspicious. The person had been a guest on an episode of the Jeremy Kyle show that had been filmed a week before his death and had not yet been aired. He took part in the show's polygraph test, which determined he was being unfaithful to his partner after he initially denied doing so. During the episode, Kyle had accused the person of being a serial liar and made other disparaging comments and allegations about the death was suspected to be suicide. So, uh, basically... Jeremy Kyle had this guy on his show did the whole polygraph test like a lot of people did yeah. he was saying they hadn't cheated on his, his partner polygraph test that he had everyone like when one of these tests would come back as you failed everything and that people would just go absolutely tonto with it really wouldn't they and, and that's when Jeremy opens up on you yeah and he did and it forced it would appear that it as uh, a leading factor as to it what was, happened to well it says it says here that uh, in 2020, a coroner's report uh, published in November 2020, sorry, stated that acts or omissions by Kyle may have caused or contributed to said person's death. Well, once again, he made him publicly hated, privately hated, yeah. within his own family. And um, it hadn't even released yet, so I guess it's like the anxiety of what the reaction was going to be that... That could have exactly been... been that, that could be it in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, exactly. And I think when I read into this story, uh, because ITV acted really quickly and, and pretty much cancelled everything, it yep. was wiped from the face of the internet within 24 hours, yep. pretty much, after this had happened. Um, and I, you know what? See when, see when they came out and said stuff like, you know, everyone at the studio was devastated about this and that. I think, I think you know, it was a bit of a... It was, you know, it was a bit of front, really, because I'd read into this story, and apparently, I'm not saying this is fact or anything, I'm just reading uh, an article, 
that Jeremy Kyle had been told in advance, and the show had been told, but Jeremy Kyle had been told by the show that this man was on antidepressants. So you have an or- a man who's already depressed going on there, having his dirty laundry aired. aired. We, we, I don't. I, obviously, we're never going to know if it was or wasn't. Yeah, true because, because polygraph because tests are what like ninety five percent, which is. And even then, it depends on what model Jeremy Kyle has. I yeah. know he makes a lot of money, but I mean, are we? Is he going to be allowed access to top of the range polygraph test? That's very, very, you know, manageable. Well, they can they move it around everywhere. Yeah. If he was at the studio, it goes here, there, and everywhere. I mean. You know, it's a, how great is it really? I mean, have we actually tested that one against the top of the range one? Yeah. And maybe been able to see some kind of results. And you know, whether he did or he didn't, though, like, the guy obviously, I mean, we never seen the episode because it got, uh, and obviously quickly. it could have been even edited, so you never know what he actually said to him. But, it, you know, it must have been something pretty brutal, or it must have been a sustained attack to make, I mean, to make some, I mean, obviously this man was already feeling quite low, but to make them feel even lower. Well, I reckon Jeremy went for direct buttons, you know, like yeah. knife wounds with his words. I think I that's think always he's... kind of the goal of him, really. Isn't but it? then it also plays back on what we were discussing. Jeremy knows. He knows these results. He doesn't He doesn't just get handed that, that envelope there and then, and that's when he finds out. Not a chance, because it's too well scripted for that. And he does not come out with these exact words directed at these particular people that quickly. You know, he ain't, he ain't rap god, that is Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this seems to be a common theme of the show, right? Because I took a few uh, quotes, apparently, from former producers, which, you know, they could just be bitter that they got treated bad or something like that, but we'll just, mm-hmm. we'll see. This is what they're saying. We're not saying this, this is from there. So a former producer has alleged that the show's guests had mental health problems. The producer commented anonymously, which kind of, that kind of draws it a bit into question. You know, it could be anyone, right? Like, it could be like, oh, I'm just... But at the same time, like, you've got to take it... Because everyone... When this happened, all the rival TV channels started doing coverage on this because it was, like, basically a, a really good way of hammering... I mean, I know this sounds bad, but it was a really good way of hammering ITV. Oh, yeah. like, BBC, Channel 4, Channel 5, they're all in competition with ITV, right? So if, it had if all If you think the, about it in a very brutal scale... You think of any natural disaster, we always know because the news is there. Yeah, exactly. They ain't there helping people, they are there videoing. Yeah, Shit and they started down. getting like Excuse any guest that they could find that um, probably had a bad experience and like started, you know, talking about stuff and ITV denied and, and that, but you just, you don't know what's true and what's not. But let's just keep going down this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this, uh, so some of them were normally at least very depressed and if truly screened for mental health issues, there would be no one on that show. Because they always seemed to... There was always a kind of belief that there was a certain um, demographic of person that they were having on. As in, do you reckon there's like this kind of line that they have, and if you do not reach this line with yeah. problems mentally, physically, or emotionally, yeah. then they're just going to There's just no you. point, yeah, because it's not, ex- it's not extreme enough. They can't make money off you. Um, or, you'll, or basically you'll cost them money because they won't make that much from you. So, obviously when we mentioned there was a lot of conflict on the show, right? So, uh, frequently when friends and relatives of the show's guests uh, entered the stage having heard backstage what had been said. Yeah, because they would be backstage and then they would bring them out and they would have heard 
everything yeah, that had been say. said prior. Strong language and fights would break out, although the latter was not shown with the camera giving the view of the audience and Kyle until his security team had restored order, which led to the show being compared by a farm, another former producer that conveniently didn't give their name again, but hey with Roman gladiatorial combat and its brutality. Very powerful words, that, really, isn't it? Wow. Uh, and this was quite a regular occurrence as well, wasn't it? Yeah, oh it's, yeah. It's not just your one once in a blue moon kind of episode, people. This was uh, this was often. I've actually seen... Um, I'm just going to make my notes, go back to where they were. Uh, I've actually seen... Me, like many years ago, actually, before it got cancelled, and that there was an incident where a guy I'd seen this on the news, um, where a guy came out, and I think it had turned out like his best mate had been sleeping with his girlfriend or something along the lines of that, and he and he just straight up headbutted him, and this actually went to court because the guy obviously broke his nose and stuff, and I think I think the judge at that time described the show as like to human bear baiting, mm-hmm. which. You know, is also powerful stuff as well because there were a lot of people that were against, like, against the show from a legal point of view. And I th- I'm sure I read somewhere else as well. Like, I, I could be wrong, but I'm sure I read somewhere else as well that uh, some guy that had been on there, uh, and him and his girlfriend had been on there, and then someone had like kicked off that had been found out in the show, and that guy ended up, I think, beating his girlfriend, and he got sent to jail for two years. Wow. So, wow. you know, it's crazy, like, the amount of stuff that we haven't heard about. like The stuff that gets hushed, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, well, the only other thing, like, I mean, shall we speak about just actually Jeremy Kyle instead of just the Jeremy yeah, Kyle because, show? I mean, because, I mean, he does. We've went a little bit hard in the paint of Jeremy Kyle, right? But at the end of the day, I think it's... He's a it's, person. It's valid because he is the face of that show, right? Yeah, and it, it, it was but his he job does, to be that person. He does do... Good things as well, as yeah, you, you found it's, out. You know, it's I don't have loads and loads of information. You know, I'm not. We've got a good couple things, Jeremy. So yes, it, we, we've got a couple of little little. Don't things don't accuse us state. of being biased or unbalanced or anything. So obviously, this uh, father to five, you know, he's mm-hmm. a father to five. Uh, born on the seventh of July, nineteen sixty-five. He's been a television host, a journalist, and a writer. Now, good old JK has also been a massive supporter in the Make-A-Wish Foundation, as we all know, yeah. it is a very, very important charity to uh, yeah, kids who... Terminally ill. Yeah, exactly, terminally ill, lives. and they get to make that, that wish for yeah. this foundation. And Jeremy Cowell helps make that happen. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, but there's another foundation that he's quite heavily involved with, um, the Graham Wiley Foundation. I didn't manage to find too much information on it last night, but I am going to have another quick check right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's just he's he's got money and he knows where to put it. He wants to help. Yeah, I, I mean, we're not saying I'm not saying that Jeremy Kyle's like a unique bad person for doing the show that he did. I think anyone can get slightly corrupted by a bit of power, right? Mm. And I think that's probably what it was like. I think when you become into the, this kind of thing, I'm sure maybe he actually did start the show to help people because, from my point of view, it got crazier as the years went on. Oh yeah. Rather, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be like controversy and stuff like that with a show like this, but it felt like it definitely stepped up as yeah seasons went on. Have you managed to find? Yeah. So um, 
I'm just going to kind of skim read it. So Graham Wiley, the founder of The Sage and one of the region's best known entrepreneurs, has launched a charitable foundation with a pledge that 100% of all donations will go to charity. Now, as we know, even that is an extremely bold statement. Yeah. When you think of any other charity, all we're really doing is paying some CEO. Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah, because they take and a these, cut, right? They yeah. take more than a cut. The, the unfortunate thing is that... They take the whole pizza. Well, yeah, you, you send a pound, <laughs> you're lucky if these kids all over the world yeah. are maybe seeing half a penny, mm. you know? And it's it's disgusting when it's looked at like that. So hearing a statement like this, which is, you know, broadcasted everywhere for this, all over this foundation, that is a very beautiful thing. And to know that someone like Jeremy Kyle has been donating so heavily into this foundation... You know, just because he respects everything that they seem to do. Now, the foundation is um, one of the rare few charities anywhere in the world to hand 100% of donations to the deserving causes. This is because Graham will be meeting all running staff and administration costs to ensure every single penny raised and donated goes to his aim of helping, inspiring and educating children across the region. So this is an obviously a very important UK-based charity. Yeah. Very important to help educate children across the region. Well, That's like we said, fantastic. like he has um, young people on the show sometimes for like specials and that. So, like, he asks, uh, you know, any uh, like you said, he's a father of five. So, any person that has kids, I would imagine, would you know, be they want to help children, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, empathetic, <laughs> you know? be empathetic towards anyone that was in hard times with their, their children or mm-hmm. someone that needs definitely. Help. So, yeah, fair, fair play to for Jeremy Kyle for. We're stepping up and doing that. Uh, I'm just having a look to see if there's anything else that I've, I've picked up from. Not really. There's there's a lot of stuff of people being told to be, you know, the researchers would wind people up before going out and that, but we've already kind of covered we've that. We've covered all of that, yeah. Um, it's also been alleged by a former guest, uh, on the show that due to Ofcom rules they were forced to change out of a jumper with a brand logo into a tracksuit being vilified by Kyle for their clothing choice it's a bit far-fetched that one but at the same time we can't rule it out either because I still feel like I could see that this is it just it keeps rolling back to they need to create a scene don't they and that that, that means putting props um, a dress code and a script in place yeah, yeah, you know, and here's the thing. I think um, this is one thing that leaves a bit of a bad taste in my mouth to do with Jeremy Kyle personally, right? So there's been a couple attempts to set up an inquiry into what happened on that show and that mm-hmm. uh, via like you know Parliament and MPs committee and stuff. So on People the 18th. The 18th of June 2019, it was announced that Kyle declined to appear before MPs investigating reality television, although senior executives, uh, including McCall and Stainer, take it, I think Stainer's actually Graham, that was uh, who we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, McCall must be someone that's, uh, you know, like a producer or something yeah. like that. So I actually remember right before uh, lock, lockdown one in March, 2020 happened I, w- I was watching they were doing a committee with the chief medical officer and I was I was primarily watching for that to see what was going on right which obviously we'll get into the whole stuff that's happened over the last 15 months in another episode but uh, 
I was about to turn off, right? But they actually had another one set up right after it, and it was the Jeremy Kyle people. Oh, right. And uh, Jeremy Kyle had declined to come before them again. Uh, and what I find ironic about it is he was always about on these shows talking about accountability. And you know you've got they're, they're going. He's going to support you, and he was going to be there yeah. and not leave you. Yeah, and like as long as you. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just that, but he was always like, if people, let's just say, they weren't seeing their kids or they weren't getting off, you know, like he was like, you've got to stand up to this and that. But it, he is doing everything within his power to avoid talking about this. Accepting accountability for his actions. Exactly. So I think I think that personally. For me, that just comes across as he doesn't want accountability because then he can't be taken to court. Yeah, no, but exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's total double standards when you look oh, at yeah. it like that, right? Without a doubt. So, you know, I mean, if he wants to come on the northeast corner, <laughs> like we're not exactly the MPs committee, but yes. we've we've mentioned good points and bad points. Yeah, but uh, we'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, on on a serious note. Um, that that left a bad taste in my mouth because I I think, like we said, we haven't heard anything from him since yeah. this. Uh, people want accountability to be done, and people have more respect for those willing to stand up and, and be talk like, about it. Right, I hold my hands up. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I'll take what's coming to me. Yeah, I mean, not even not even that. Just tell us what happened, right? Yeah, like it just it makes fact. you seem like there's something really bad happening because you don't want to speak about it it looks like right mm. um and you know at the end of the day like i'm sure he probably feels bad and there's a lot to come to terms with him as well if he thinks anything that he said or did or whatever on the show caused that man to, yeah. to take his own life i would imagine that's a pretty difficult thing to deal with as well aside from all the kind of um uh, what's your like you know antics and 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 all that kind of stuff and the media yeah like uh, you know he is a, you know he's a human being also like exactly he, he is a person and like as I've said he has a family um it's just his job yeah that was his job so before we go mate we've talked about this quite in depth but I've got one simple question to ask before we wrap this up. Was it right to let a program like this happen in the first place? Morally speaking. I would say if it came out now, no. No, no, no. It's the same thing with, well, t- um, we're going to use drugs and alcohol. Yeah. You know, if alcohol came about nowadays, would it be legal? No. No, yeah. No, 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 no it wouldn't. If Jeremy Kyle came out nowadays with um with everything that well the world's gone through you know yeah as of late, well no it's not going to be appropriate yeah you know? I mean think of Ellen DeGenerate as well yeah her, that show gone yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. show's gone you know you make inappropriate comments did, did you nowadays. just call her Ellen DeGenerate yeah <laughs> 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 that's that, that not her name yeah DeGeneres oh right oh my bad my bad <laughs> Degenerate is a bit of a <laughs> It's a funny little outtake. Um, We're going to stick with it. Yeah, We're going to yeah. stick with it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I was thinking to myself, I was like, no way did you just call her that. <laughs> was, was like, it just came to me. I was like, that's awesome. Anyway, so, 
Yeah, I think what you're right in saying, I think the world was, I know it's strange to say this because it doesn't feel that long ago, but the world was definitely a different place in 2005. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think, I think <laughs> like you said, if it came about now, it would it would be more likely to stop. But because it had its foot in the door, per se, already... And probably the funding behind it. And it's it. established, you're allowed... You know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it, you get more respect, which that show, in terms of ITV, was well-respected because it did very well financially for it, that it was always going to let you have... A I bit was, more leniency. I was literally about to touch on that. I was like, I think it's all down to if you're making the most amount of money for that network that you are airing on, you're going to be able to rule the roost, really. Yeah. Oh, we want you to, we don't want to do that. Right. All right. Okay. Well, you make us, you know, 80 million in ad revenue. So we're going to let you do what you want. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, you do, you do your thing. <laughs> You just keep that studio. Yeah. Well, I, I personally, looking back on it, I think it was kind of inevitable that the thing that happened that got it cancelled. I mean, it, things like that had already kind of happened in a way. Yes, um, true. Of you know warnings that you know people, someone's going to get hurt or someone's going to do something, you know, yeah. because of the kind of crazy and wackiness of the show right so situations yep i think there was warnings i think there was kind of writing on the wall i think it could have been better controlled i think it could have been better managed i i do think i mean i don't know i mean i, I guess there's part of me that doesn't like the fact that it's in front of a national tv audience because you know people's yeah, problems airing out the dirty yeah. side is not it's you just don't you just but don't do it people devil devil's advocate i suppose it, there's a way that it could have been done in a way where people weren't where identities could be hidden still. Well, yeah, or at least treated with a, a bit more respect. Yeah. what I would say. And not grilled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Publicly. So, I think we've we've came to a conclusion. It was, a, it was you know, a different world. It's a UK 15, fan favourite. Yeah. It's just not one of ours. No. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's no longer a thing. Yeah. Um, Although apparently it might be coming back with a new show, but I I, I don't know how that's going to work. But I suppose I suppose to be continued. Yes, we, we, if he we does may make return. That show, we may return to the big JK in the new show. We'll uh, we'll keep. You apparently, it's going to be called Jerry Mikhail Show. So they've just removed the the. The yeah. All right, so it's okay. Anyway, copyright. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been going for quite a bit now, so I suppose we're just going to wrap it up. I feel like we've yeah. kind of we've talked. Take care, guys. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. From the NEC. What's happening, people? Ryan from the Northeast Corner here. You can watch the video version of this podcast on our YouTube channel. The link is in the bio if you would like to subscribe. You can also follow us on our social media accounts to keep up to date of when episodes are out and to see who our next guest is. Follow us on Facebook at the Northeast Corner Podcast, Twitter, uppercase NE, lowercase corner podcast, and Instagram at the Northeast Corner Podcast. This podcast is also downloadable on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.